Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to the show. This is Propaganda. Dan here, along with Michael and Moscow White, as we dive into the football world, find out what's been said in the last seven days. Michael, the show is brought to you with Levi's Listers. Did you know that? I did. Mm-hmm. Just got my t-shirt out. Not wearing it. But... Unofficial merch. This this is bootleg black market merch, isn't it? Can't actually buy this from our uh, merch store. We should really get someone to clamp down on it, if only I knew a solicitors. Yeah, intellectual property. All that, yeah. And so on. Yeah, that's your big three. That says Will's probate and conveyancing. Remember, we have audio listeners. That's the big three, it says on the back of the t-shirt. It doesn't say that's the the big three, it says that's the three. That's the three, but it is a big three. It is the big three. I'm going to set you a challenge now. I feel like the the message around the big three, Will's Probate Conveyance, you've sold it very well. It's time to look at the difficult second album. We need to evolve the message, keep things fresh. Mm, Not so sure. I just want to keep playing the hits. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can still play the hits. You don't want to go see the Rolling Stones and they don't do Brown Sugar, do you? That's fine. Still do Will's Probate Conveyancing. Okay. But we need to do a second album. None of the experimental stuff that's going to follow in three or four albums' time. Just let's think about what else we can do. I'm going to need a holiday. Go have, away, think have, about it. loads of holidays. Well, a thinking one. Right. A proper one. Okay. To go find myself. Go to India for six months or something. Yeah. Like the Beatles. You're still, you are still a huge fan of Will's Probate and Conveyance in all three. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're still my favourites. Getting your affairs in order, moving house, all very important. What else do you like that they do that you can maybe think about concentrating on for the, for the forthcoming second album? Oh, probably some of the commercial stuff to do. This is the same answer you gave me last time. <laughs> is it? Okay, yeah. in that case, some of the... Um, it's almost like you're doing this on the hoof and you don't care enough about our... No, I do. I've delivered a good message. There are not many... You're opening their website now and filling time. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball for our landing page. 10% discount on your legal fees there, by the way. Thank you. Go on then. Say it. Say what? What are you, gonna, what are you Googling now? I feel shy now. Go on, just do it. Um, You've been told. Well, you stopped me opening the, the website earlier. Did you so... actually do it? You stopped out of shame? I did, yeah. I think for you, as in people, personal dispute resolution, yeah. professional negligence, residential property disputes. Mm-hmm. It's just some of the... Arguing about fences. I Yes. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, you can speak to them about fences. Cool. Right, let's move on and uh, not sully the good name of Levi Slisters anymore. What's on today's show, Michael? Who we got coming up? Got reasonable Ipswich fans. A couple of different batches of them. Um, Geordies because they lost didn't they that was quite funny mm-hmm. even though it was to Liverpool which is a mixed bag you're picking your lesser of two evils there aren't you in a sort of really literal sense actually mm. almost yeah a little tiny bit of Webby and O'Neill um, some Americans yeah a bit of a bit of a broad mixture of stuff cool cool have we kept up with Lone Watch as well 
Well, I just I just dipped back in to see how Rasmus was getting on. Right. Again, if things have got better because he seems probably the most amusing. Brendan did get sent off actually on loan watch. Mm-hmm. Did you see what it was for? Kicked the ball away, didn't he? Did he? Well, the first one was then he, the second one was for a brutal foul. He didn't touch him particularly, but someone jumped up and made a meal of it. And normally I would feel sympathy, but having seen Brendan make a meal of every tackle that's ever gone in on him, you hate him because he's American. I sort don't of you? thought, well, yeah. Yes, yes, that's that's probably that is the it. single reason. It's not, it. You weren't in any way just frustrated at his general performance alongside many others. It's not because he's a flimsy boy. No, no. But let's start then. Let's kick things off with with Leeds fans. And all, all right, we lost to Salford. Blah, whatever. Not bothered. Are we about the cups? We didn't lose. We drew. We drew to Salford, and then we were denied by the gaping arms of Carl Darlow. The screenshot of that this morning, just to for my own like sanity, I had to go through frame by frame just to see exactly how it happened it's fairly extraordinary it's sort of mad that it managed to go through his arms without um, taking his head off mm-hmm. like you'd think it really did find uh, whoever it was took it really did find the gap you just don't expect the gap to be formed by the goalkeeper's <laughs> outstretched arms like an impossible fairground game isn't it you've got to, you've got to try and kick it through the goalkeeper's arms as he, as he was moving you think well, no one's ever going to do that it's just a way to get a quid off you the one possible the one he got penalised on as well that ended up winning it for Salford was I think he only ended up off his line because that player did such a weird mazy run up and Dalla like couldn't deal with it so he ended up four yards off his line like waiting for him to take it um, which is a good tactic from the, the Salford player he definitely outfoxed him but he um, yeah he was banged to rights on that oh well <laughs> Alex Cairns was very keen to point out how much he'd encroached as well. Because you see him at the oh, side he ran over, didn't he? Yeah. He's miles off. Yeah. Mi-, which, I mean, he, he was. He, you didn't need to have a particularly keen eye to spot that, did you? He, did, he was about on the edge of his six-yard box when he saved it. I would just like to reiterate my apologies that I issued when we recorded with Phil before this for my shambolic performance on the match ball. I was not in a good place yesterday. I'm still not 100% today, but in much better shape after the wedding in Ireland on Monday. You have just coughed your way all through a um, yeah. Phil Hay show, so I look forward to hearing more of your... However, I've just had honey, lemon and ginger tea, which um, seems to have helped a little bit. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and not chug the cough medicine. Can you have too much cough medicine? That's probably a bad thing, isn't it? I think it'll probably say, on, if, normally if it's a medicine, it'll say on the bottle how much you can have. Mm. Is it half a bottle in 12 hours? Is that fine? No. Sure, hear some people who can speak properly. Yes, I think that's probably for the best, do The least clips, by the way, are from post-Ipswich. That's why people sound in the main quite happy and pleased with our finishing it hasn't taken the shine strikers. it hasn't taken the shine off Ipswich has it has it uh, um, it's probably taken the shine off Rutter a little bit because everyone was like oh he's brilliant I was looking on um, on Wacko and there were people saying because there's been a bit of interest people saying we shouldn't sell him for less than 40 million after he scored one goal mm-hmm. and then and then he took that penalty and everyone was like nah okay we'll take, take the 25 <laughs> get our money back on that basis, my idea of spending £40 million on Matthew Smith mm. is sensible again, isn't it? I was going to say, if ever there was a goal that was destined to happen, it was that for you, wasn't it? Did you cheer it? I didn't cheer it, but... Did you I, just quietly, silently punch the air? No, I appreciate it, because it's a really good Matt Smith goal, Not because he, he makes it as well as finishing it. He wins an aerial battle, and then there's a bit of head tennis that's broken out because nobody knows to can bring the ball down from where Matt Smith has put it. Did you know it used to be managed by Lee Johnson? Mm-hmm. That's funny, isn't it? Um, and then he takes charge, chest control, lovely touch out to the wing, and then he's straight in the box to get on the end of it. And of course, the Find, cross. Finds the gap beneath Darlow's arms on this occasion. Well, no, it, I think it was in front and then over. I think oh, the ball bounces it? in front of Darlow. It's a little bit... Like the gift of that child goalkeeper. I mean, it's not around. that bad. I mean, it's a, the thing is, Matt Smith, 
10 yards out, header, he's going to do a really good job of... Heading? Yeah, of heading it in a really difficult place to get. So he'd beat most keepers that way. But yeah, So there's a smidge, but I don't know who would have saved it because Smith, on form, is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes you wonder why he spent most of his, his life playing in like League 1 and 2, the doesn't it? The only reason I don't want us to spend £40 million on him is because I don't want any of that money to go to Neville and Scholes and Butt and their ilk because mm-hmm. uh, they've got enough, frankly, with their little... Um, how did Neville get um, that commentary gig last night? They tried to balance it out with Michael Bridges, but Michael Bridges has never literally owned Leeds United. Did he do the last time we played Salford in the League Cup? I can't remember. Probably. but um, Let's assume that he did. It seemed like uh, there's not only the us having to listen to him, <laughs> but the conflicts as well, because they showed when one of the Salford players missed the penalty, they showed a replay of... Neville in the commentary box before it, looking at the others going like, he's going to miss this, he's going to miss this. Like, you can't have the owner of the club yeah. doing that before one of their players takes a penalty. Like, Especially when they look like Gary Neville as well. That's going to be awkward next time Neville has to be in there so, oh, we want, you know, everybody's got to stick together. Is that like, we did fucking stick together with that shootout when you were reckoning I was going to miss. So hopefully that's the thing that brings about Salford falling apart piece by piece. Because, um, the source of their demise, that moment. I'm just tired of playing them. Mm. We're not, we've never been in the same league as them, and yet we seem to play them three times a season. And unless Matt Smith is going to play for them forever, that's the only thing that makes it worthwhile. And I suppose Alex Cairns was good as well. Do you know what Matt Smith's brother's called? Is it Pierre? It's Klaus. He's his half-brother, actually. Jean-Pierre? Klaus. He's very close. Jean-Francois. Jean-Francois. Jean-Francois, I told you. Half-brother, though. He's a, he's a former professional basketball player. There are only a limited number of names that are allowed to be given to children in France, aren't they? They come off like a defined list, so I, mean, you I raised, wonder if that's why. You raised the question of why Smith has always played his football in the, the lower leagues. It's also why France were messing about with Thierry Henry and Kylian Mbappé over the last however many years um, when they could have had him in the team. Anyway, uh, let's hear from the Leeds fans. About Ipswich. you got to be happy for Jorginho getting... The monkey off his back, putting in his first goal, and the way he scored it was really spectacular. So very happy for the lad, and I'm sure that this will help give him the confidence that he needs to go, especially if that front four stays the same. Uh, We can only expect to score more fun goals like we did uh, against Ipswich. So really, really encouraging performance, and a little bit of a a nod of the cap as well to Shaxx. That pass, that through pass for Sinny's goal was really extraordinary. So all in all, great job, boys. Marching on together. Let's keep going. Nonsense, Sinistara. They can can do one for uh, thinking they're better than Leeds United, but they are too good for the championship. And that is, I think, what we need if we're going to get out of it, isn't it? There's a load of players that are a bit too good for this level. Sinistera, probably the best player in the division. Pirot, probably best striker in this division. Farker, probably best manager in this division. I think we're going to be all right. A great day, the old sky bed. Cody Drame is not Roberto Carlos, which is unfortunate. I can't recall if you've ever had a player subbed on before halftime and subbed off at halftime. Um, the other physical comedy thing that was pretty funny was Jamie Shackleton shooting his boot into space. There was a moment where I thought the earth and everyone on it is actually orbiting Jamie Shackleton's right boot. I kind of wish we could make a Champo bingo card where we just have things that would not be tolerated because they're too slapstick for the Premier League. They can only happen in the championship. I think booting your boot into space is one. Playing less than 10 minutes of the first half without sustaining an injury is another. If you guys find a way to monetize it, I'll take 3% in honor of Cody Drame's passing percentage. Even though Messier conceded 
three goals against Ipswich. Was it my imagination or did he actually look a better keeper and was rather unlucky to concede three goals? Did he look like he was getting back to something like the form we know he can show? And is this down to him finally getting out from underneath that useless goalkeeping coach we used to have at Leeds? Hey, Scott White, the Kentucky Yorkshireman, reporting live from Kissable Castle on the Isle of Barra and the Outer Hebrides. Well, all I can say is I told you so. Trust and fart. Forgive 19-year-olds. Wait till the window closes before panicking. It's funny to listen to you guys. Of course, it's honest. You recruited over years and years. I've only been a supporter since 2010. But yeah, this was great. Bring it on. I'll be calling in from somewhere else next week. Bye. Farka's doing something with this club. His attitude, um, his demand on the players, his appeal to the fan base to just let this you know, sort of play out that he knows what he's doing, that he trusts leadership. Uh, we should just sit back and ride this because I've got a feeling that it's going to be bumpy, but at the end of the season, we're probably going to be really, really happy. Not only did we beat Ipswich 6-1, yep, that's six, uh, going by the Moscow White uh, scoring technique. Uh, I can also put to bed a nightmare which has been hanging with me since 1974 of Clive Wood scoring the winning goal for Ipswich in the third replay of an FA Cup game, uh, listened to all the matches on Radio 2 back in the day. So, uh, yes, happy days. Marching on. This is the International Broadcast Service on BBC Radio 2. The BBC Radio 5 Live came about from that, didn't it? The split off. What is your scoring technique, Moscow? Um, how, was the, how is it 6-1? Explain to people. Can't remember. <laughs> Just because. Yeah, just cause I think. Um, just by cheating and stuff. High, quite a high proportion of Americans, by the way, they're in the clips. I'm surprised you haven't driven them all the way with your uh, your hatred of them and all their countrymen, which is we've established now. Mm, yes. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for sticking with us, despite Michael's efforts to drive you away. Things that should only be allowed in the championship, Neil Warnock? Not for much longer. Well, you said not for much longer. He'll be gone and then he'll be back and then he'll be gone Four and he'll be back. Four nil to Norwich it was. There's no way, I mean, we were chatting in the office before this, weren't we? I was saying there is no way that Warnock sees out this season. Because no. he's only doing his favour to the chairman. And, you know, of course, I came in under difficult so, And, you know, all that. It'll be February. I say February. They didn't bring in the reinforcements that I wanted in the January window. It's no surprise we're struggling. It's time to let someone else have a Will go. Will you want to spend Christmas in Huddersfield? No. I mean, you won't anyway. But, true, you know, yeah. what's his next games milestone? Oh, has to he, get to like... Yeah, has he got to get to like a thousand or something? He's I done think a thousand, he's done a thousand. He? Yeah. Is there another... Has he got to do a certain number of league games or has he got to... To a certain number of photos, but anyway. Who's the oldest manager? Yeah, I believe Trump. It'd be him and uh, Roy Hodgson, both grimly holding on. Melier improved. Certainly looks as confident like his confidence is returning after taking an absolute peppering over the last couple of seasons. Although, we haven't kept a clean sheet in quite a long time now. We could do the clean sheet. Keep conceding first as well, even mm. to Salford. But they did have more firepower than most teams bring. Mm. I do feel like he's probably more secure... Now we've seen a bit of Darlow. Because I think when Darlow came in, everyone was like, oh yeah, he'll be the first choice probably. Melier will go. Now we've had a little look and we've gone, mm. let's see how Melier is going to get on now <laughs> under a different goalkeeping coach. Maybe yeah. uh, he, he was back, wasn't he? Already was um, a bad, wasn't he? He was that in front of the cop when we played West Brom. He's gone there, hasn't he? He may be 
going full time on YouTube. I don't know, but um, Melier was yeah, the, it was the archetypal Melier game that we've used been used to, where he makes some really really good saves and concedes three. Yeah, so quite happy to sort of have that back in our lives. And there is still, it will be interesting if we do keep him. I hope we do because everything's quite new anyway. Like it, it's an entirely new defense in front of him, which as we speak. Jed Spence is being ushered into one side of it and we may end up with um, another left back on the other and whatever else happens in the transfer window. So all that's different and new midfield. So it's, it's and he's got a new goalkeeping coach. So there was a lot of the talk at the end of last season was like, oh, Melier needs a fresh start. Whereas I think it was really Angus Kinnear needs 20 million quid to buy some players. But the fresh start can happen here, but it doesn't happen by the end of August when we haven't even finished all the building the team yet. So there's still time. And if, it, if you can keep making the worldy saves, but then lose the bit where sort of Cody drama is just hitting... Hospital passes. Yeah, stupid back <laughs> passes in his vague direction, then that will hopefully improve the whole situation. Who is it? Kilkenny man made me uh, laugh with the comment that uh, he sent in saying... Leeds are back with their classic mullet formation of business at the front, but a shambles at the back. What a time to be alive. Everything looks better, doesn't it? Strauch is in better form. Rodon looks really good. Scored an own goal. So it's still getting better than it was. But I suppose it takes a, a while for all these individual improvements to cohere into some kind of team improvement. Um, one matter that we do need to keep an eye on, young men's groins. Mm. Mm. Lee and Cheese has suggested that we have passed through their plantar fasciitis era and we've moved on to the adductor complications era because that's Sam Byram who's had a bit of a problem with his adductor which is as we understand it it's the muscles on the inside of the thighs adductors and abductors are a different yeah. thing aren't they yeah mm. yeah is that what uh, Pervader's got as well it might be yeah and Dan James and Dan James yeah, yeah. that's weird um, I did mean to I'll do it now <laughs> live, was, we live yeah, googling live again? googling I was going to look to see if I do a search for Daniel Farker and Adductor. So Todd Cannitwell, Timu Puki, all this stuff. Well, yeah, up. this is it. 2021, Grant Hanley sustained an adductor injury. Can I ask you, Michael, do you prefer the adductor longus or the adductor brevis? Brevis. What about the adductor magnus? Um, no, brevis. Rank them, rank those three. Brevis, magnus, other one. <laughs> longus. <laughs> longus. I feel like... Brevis and Magnus have got proper <coughs> names and then there's been another one that they've realised is long and they've gone oh, I, call it long I don't one. know any other words yeah. call it longus just to be consistent so Marcus Turam had an adductor strain when he was at uh, Gladback last year I was going to fill this by date as well So are, I, are you accusing Farker of something? well you? I have two theories on this either his training causes adductor strains so it's not the Beelzebub burnout it's the Farker freakout it's the, yeah it's the Farker groin out or his limited command of language means that he just kind of says everything's an adductor. Yeah, Oriol Hernandez, adductor, Sambaram hamstring, so that was different. Who else? Uh, maybe not loads. But uh, yeah, so I had two theories. Either he's causing them all with his trained methods or, you know how he always says, he says, this is the topic, this is not the topic that I'm talking about. There will be a different topic later. If every injury to him is just like an adductor strain, oh, it is an adductor strain. And none of them, it's actually like... Sam Byram is, is can't think of any other injuries now. Can his, you? <laughs> his neck is rotting. Well, and he just says, "Oh, it's an adductor strain because it's easier." I've just had a look at these Google images, and there is a graphic of what muscles are involved in adductor strains. 
the pectineus is involved in this as well. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite feature of the pectineus? Well, I don't, a feature of a muscle. <laughs> you just you're not a medical man, are you? I'm not speaking to you about this. <laughs> the gracilis, gracilis, the grisly, grisly bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's those are the five that are involved. Your three adductors, your brevis, your longus, your magnus. And there's the pectineus and the gracilis. I haven't seen, they're bigger than I thought the adductors actually. Mm. I, I imagine they've been quite little things. No, quite large. Yeah, the old, the thigh is a is a hefty area, mm. isn't it? This is reminding me of when um, Marcelo Bielsa described Pablo Hernandez as having a a small groin problem, and then <laughs> giggling like a, yeah. <laughs> like a schoolboy about <laughs> it, burst into laughing about him having a small groin. Anyway, that little detour into uh, adductor strains. Um, should we get back to the clips? I want to touch on uh, Pascal Strauch actually, because Moscow. Oh, okay. I was going to mention it then when Moscow was was talking about him improving. Do you follow his Instagram closely? So you can see. Big sexy pictures. Has he been out on the high seas again with his parrot? Not quite, but he no. did He did put the picture on after the win. No one Kenner said Capitano with a little love heart face and some flames, which was nice. And then Abigail Mondria, who I believe is future Mrs. Pascal Strauch. Don't think they're married yet, although they're engaged. He wouldn't tell anybody. Remember, he had, they had children and he just didn't say anything. Did we not get a, did we not get a sickening proposal picture? Was that the one? There not, was the sickening yeah. proposal. Not someone, just, wedding. someone just happened to have a camera there. Which he, yeah, he set the very high bar which all of the Leeds proposals since, I think, have failed to... Although um, Jackie Harrison came quite close, but he wasn't even proposing. He was just a, like a sushi chef on a beach, just Dan, for no reason. Dan James did a big one as well, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, there were. I'm sure there was like big big letters behind and stuff. Big light-up letters. He was in a white suit. Remind us how you proposed to your missus. Pissed at Christmas. Pissed at Christmas, <laughs> covered in turkey fat, in the kitchen in a scraggly t-shirt. Anyway, here's Abigail. You, you sexy bastard. It's only got better since then, hasn't it? But anyway, Ab- Abigail Mondra, who is planning to marry the man, yep. has commented on it. Sexy pirate for the win. Who was it that told us that they'd mentioned to Strout that we'd christened him the big sexy pirate and he was a bit nonplussed and confused by it? Presumably he's now gone away to his future wife and explained that they're calling me the sexy pirate. She's like, yeah. And she's like, brilliant, I'm sticking with that. I'm bang into it, yeah. Unless yeah. when he, he went to her and said people are calling... A cos- cosplay going on. If he went to Abigail and said people are calling me the big sexy pirate, she's like, yeah, I listen to the square ball all the time. They've been saying that for ages. <laughs> You're not caught up. So thanks, Abigail, if you're listening. It was Kieran P. Smith 1 on Twitter who sent me a message because he'd spotted that oh, thank on, you, Kieran. on Instagram. So... um Worth keeping an eye on. Yeah, and I'm glad, we've, I'm glad we've created a little bedroom game for them. Yes, this, the next one is going to be... Uh, Just call him captain and things like that. We, we need to look out for Mrs. Dan James. In the comments going, go on, you little scum bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me, trying to kill me. Right, clips, back to those. Go on. Shall we hear from some Ipswich fans? Whereabouts are we looking here? Let's hear from um, Alex Griffin. He's a YouTube man. He's got some vlog stuff. The video starts quite confusingly. I know I know we start this with some clunky solicitor adverts, but yeah. um Much loved though. Much he's loved. out he's outside a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And then the owner comes out and says, Oh, I just want to get some Ipswich fans to come down here. Then they make him spin a wheel. And the wheel oh his dad's dressed as a tin of baked beans at this point as well. Oh right now I saw some bits of this, yeah, and it confused me a great deal. Yeah, the, the whole thing's a bit confusing. His dad's d- just without explanation dressed as a tin of beans. Then the man who from the Chinese restaurant has to spin a wheel, right? Which is deciding. Do we, do we need a wheel? Um, you've already got a gavel. I've got my gavel and my block. But anyway, so he spins the wheel to decide what Alex will wear to the next game, which is the Leeds game. Oh, they'll just be wacky, like novelty ties in the office. But then maybe. it stops on just a away shirt, and he's clearly gutted because he's like, ah, oh, we, we want people laughing at you, so would we? So Put the, the beans back on. So hey? they spin it again, and then 
he ends up dressed as Woody from Toy Story. So he's speaking to people in outside the ground. Have you been on the acid? Is this some but, sort of acid fever dream? But dressed as Woody from Toy Story. Right. And okay. he's speaking to people. It's, the interviews are all fairly normal other than he just, as says, a he just says, he's a cowboy. Do you know what I'm dressed as to everyone? And they go, Woody from Toy Story. And he yeah. goes, there's Yay. a snake in my boot. Yay. He just does that for everyone. Right. But, you know, whatever makes him happy. It's a bit small as well. I think he might be cutting in. Right. Touch. Oh, really? I think it might be a one it looks like it's ah, yeah, different yeah. parts, but I think it's all in in one. It's get, there's a lot of gatherage going looks, on. It just looks a little bit uncomfortable. Was he dressing to the left or the right? Had it gone a size up. <laughs> dressing to the left or right? I didn't notice, actually. But this is, anyway, the, this is him speaking to their fans after the game. Dressed, yeah. dressed as a cartoon cowboy. And no one being bitter about it, which was a bit of a shame. A little bit of a reality check today, wasn't it? Um, decent side leads. They're going to go up. You know, too strong, too fast, too well organised. I think we paid them a bit too much respect, to be honest, but we were well beaten today, even though it was only 3-4. But we were well beaten. They're a decent side. Come against a good side with three great attackers, like yeah. really good attackers. A couple of individual mistakes, which cost us, but at the end of the day, they're a good team. They're going to go up. don't want to sound negative, but I was kind of not expecting a win today. We played okay, but I think it's a good reality check for us. Yeah. And fingers crossed for Saturday. And you were sitting in the cobbled end. Talk to me about the Leeds fans, because I respect <laughs> Leeds a lot, and their fans today were unbelievable. The Leeds fans were very loud. They had a fantastic chance. We yeah. did have quite a lot in our stand as well, actually. But really? they all behave well, and, you know, they're football supporters, aren't they? On to the next. <laughs> Why has everyone been nice to us now since we've come down? Stop being reasonable. You're supposed to hate us. We're supposed to be the pantomime villains of the division, aren't we? He did say that we have three good attackers. Move so four. Yeah. Who did he not like? Because I thought mm. they were all good. Joel Pro on debut was great. Well, they all scored, didn't they? And it's the big thing from the big difference between that and Salford is he's there <laughs> and just scores. Seems all all the of thing. them. We would have won 30, 31, 30 to 1, weren't we, last night? He's got 33 quite, chances. Uh, yeah, he's quite um, easy to play with by the looks of things as well because he did his goal was him just standing at the back next to Archie Gray, big ping, Sinister as a shot, and now he's in the penalty area at score. And then the chance he nearly got through where it wasn't it a one-two, just gave it to did he give it to Sinistero and then he just ran and got it back from him. Like it's just made like it seems. The difference can... It's amazing that we're struck by the novelty of doing passes to our teammates given yeah. what we endured last year. And he just knows what he's doing. I think that was the difference against Salford is we had four very young players who haven't really played with each other all kind of getting into positions and then going like, oh, well, I think I'll try this and see if it works. Whereas Pro has been around enough and he's scored enough goals he just goes like, actually, I'll just put it in the net. I know how to do that. I don't need to think about what might work. It's just, I just know what works. Even that one that... Um, the one that Sinistera put him through for, if it was Sinistera, where it was saved at the near post was still a good effort. Mm. And uh, so if they didn't like parole, they're wrong. Also, if they didn't like Wi-Fi, he scored a worldie. So that was a great goal. And then Nyonto and Sinistera, obviously both could be playing in the Premier League. So it's twice you've tried the Wi-Fi joke. I'm not sure it's going to work. Uh, he's fine. <laughs> so which which one are they leaving out? Uh... Don't know. Well, Willie Nonto has been a very naughty boy, hasn't he? They wouldn't know that. 
He was very cross by last night, wasn't he? I get what against Salford. I thought he was going to get sent off at a certain point. He's always like that. He, yeah, every single game. Is. A young man's a young man's fury. Thing is, he was like this last year, but I thought better of him then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whereas now I can't. Moral, I can't you're morally questionable, young whereas man. Whereas now yeah. I can't shake the idea that he's a bit of a prick. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, did score in this one, didn't he? So one of his twenty-seven. Yeah, correct. Right in, right. in the bank. Jez actually comments on um, what is wrong with his, his bitch fans. Did you see them as soon as he scored and ran away in front of them? They just sat there silently. Perhaps a couple clapped. No wanker signs on visa or anything. Just stony silence. No missiles. They should learn from the little kid yelling at Bamford a few seasons back. <laughs> the, that was the double fist wank at, uh, mm. the, at Luton, wasn't it? The uh, double wanker signs when we were back in the championship. That was good fun. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why now? Do you want to hear from some other reasonable Ipswich fans or should we... Let's get, let's get the Ipswich let's, stuff all done. Let's wrap it up, yeah, before we get into the comedy stuff. So this, was, this was Blue Monday and... Mopri. Blue Monday, Blue Room. No, Blue Monday. Blue Monday. Blue Room is still to come. That's Everton. All right. Blue Monday. Keep going down that sheet. All right. Oh, there's more down there. Look at that. Yeah, again, being reasonable. They, they actually, I've not included the clip, but they were all in agreement that they're opening goals offside as well. Oh. I'm yet to see an angle of it, but they, was, mm. they were all saying it. So I'm happy to say that the Huddersfield fan referee allowed that to stand wrongly. And it, yeah. Isn't it great to see the away end at? In the cobbles, oh, it's fantastic! Um, completely yeah. full. You know what you're going to get with Leeds fans yeah. that travel yeah. up and down the country. Yeah, maybe you need to get a couple more songs, perhaps. But uh, wink, wink, <laughs> Leeds fans. For once, um, I, think, but, I yeah. didn't quite hear the Champions of Europe song. I don't think I didn't think I heard that. No, but I think they I generally sing, They seem to sing that one, Dave, when they're losing against yes, us. I, I, that's a good point. They do. Yeah, I yeah, think you're I right. Think, yeah, but, but yeah, marching on together is such a such a unique song, isn't it? Because it is. they they seem yeah. to sing different parts of um of that song, and uh, yeah, they I'm, do. I'm, tr- I'm listening, thinking, oh, what are they singing now? And then it's like, oh no, this is just it's the secret second verse, yeah, an early bit. <laughs> <laughs> marching the, on together. Um, I mean, the 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 Ethan Ampadu Agadu is just a dream, isn't it? That's just oh. a, that's just a dream. If we are limited in our song repertoire, we. It's because we don't have any heroes yet, do we? We're just getting them now, our new heroes. Mm. We didn't like any of our team last year. Which of the new players got songs last year? 
were proper standoffish. Obviously, obviously, obviously Willie did. And it was the American Boy thing, wasn't it, it as wasn't, well. it wasn't entirely successful, wasn't Willie's. I mean, you got really angry at the American Boy song, didn't you? Because, like, I hate Americans. <laughs> so you were saying. I had a really um, limp cover of that the other day when I was out of American Boy. They'd sort of taken all the energy out of it. Like, like when people do covers for Christmas. Yeah, adverts. it was one of them. Sad one. That, that a sad acoustic version. That upset me a bit. Yeah. But they also had some stuff to say about Archie Gray, which was interesting, because I thought, not that I thought he played badly by any stretch, but I felt like we lost control of midfield a bit, but they're just saying how good he is. I mean, Empathy is a £7 million player, but young Gray in there, I yeah. thought, was a great player. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What? It's for 17. You know, more than held his own, really, all game against Morsey and Luongo, who have just been steamrolling midfielders, haven't they, for the last what, six, you know, six months, back half of last season and probably so far this season, certainly against Stoke and the games I've seen. But, um, yeah, it was, um, I mean, it was, uh, I think we already touched on it. It was that and it was the extra quality they've got. Absolutely. I, I, I really enjoyed um, Archie Gray's performance as well. And when I was watching him, I was thinking, oh, I bet Dave is um, really yeah. enjoying watching well, this. Ben told me, Ben said Dave will love this. His left foot plays with his head up. Gets it, yeah. receives it. He, he called him like a little meerkat, or bo- here, there, and everywhere. But he'll just, you know, just keep the midfield ticking over. I thought, I thought he was better on the day than um, than Ampadu actually. Well, there you go, Archie Gray. Yeah, he loves that stuff, Dave. <laughs> Always. Do you know? Well, he's yeah, because he about a lot. He's, <laughs> he's, Never stops, does he? Relentless. He's always one for a few. If he's if a midfielder has got his head up. Dave's there, mm. so he's he's always uh, buying tickets for any game where he thinks that's going to happen. Like a meerkat. Do we ever praise opposition players? Um, I don't feel we really well, do. It's do funny that who what, any of them are. I thought Leif Davis was all right. Well, what, what I was kind of <laughs> caught, Smith. What I was kind of caught by them was my own like because we've been in the Premier League for three years. My, my Premier League arrogance, and I thought Morsi and Luongo sounds like such a, a Championship midfield. I've no idea who these people are, and it's such a in condition to the god awful Premier League. And I thought <laughs> that's how quaint. I can slag off some opposition players because I watched Mosey twice now because I saw a bit of them it was switched against QPR and he was just running around kicking people and mm. trying to get booked and then here again he was just running around kicking people trying to get booked and it's like so I thought these Ipswich people were supposed to be like the League One Barcelona playing beautiful attacking passing football turned out they've got a couple of thugs in their well, midfield do you, well do you know where Mosey started his career? Go on. This will explain it for you. Port Vale. Well, there you go. You, Scum. You can't unteach. A Leeds-hating bastard from the off. Yep. Now it makes sense that he was uh, he was kicking Archie Gray with all the power of Port Vale stealing our place in the uh, Football League in 1919. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's something I can say about an uh, opposition player. Are we heading to the blue room Who else now? was good? Oh, that broadhead. He looked dangerous. He seemed to get the, the so, idea that if you Sounds got like a, middle be, uh, a middle-aged knight, does broadhead. That if you got between... Ampadu and Gray and our defenders then there was space there wasn't there and he ended up scoring but uh, Drami had to set it up for him I didn't mean a middle-aged knight I meant a knight from the middle ages a middle-aged knight is a like a knight in his 40s or 50s in, in the middle ages to put mainly to be fair you don't make it to 50 you, you, you want to make it to 50 particularly if you're a knight no like life expectancy of about 12 or whatever mm. right are we going to the blue room now sorry the blue room yeah this is um, Everton who have lost again not right. won a game this year have they Mark you've got 30 seconds Anyone who didn't watch that football match, explain it to them in 30 seconds. Well, this being the first time we've ever done this, there's no previous, but I can guarantee you now, if you listen back to this equivalent podcast in one, two, or three seasons' time, this 30-second summary will be the same, because this is getting all a bit Groundhog Day. Um, Everton battering at the door for 20 minutes. 
getting everyone inside the stadium thinking that they're going to see some actual positive football and then the realisation that you've got a bad manager, <laughs> some bad football players, a bad owner, a bad stadium, the grass isn't even cut nice, everything about the place is horrible. Um, try as they might to do the unthinkable of score a football goal, it seems well beyond us and despite finding their goalkeeper 25 times in the air <laughs> our goalkeeper couldn't do it once we're destined to go down we've got bad players we've got no money and i hate everything about them oh, i mean that, that was that was that was a great effort for the uh for the first time of that um, we should end it now we could just end it now really you see on the one hand you've got a lot of sympathy for that haven't you? you can kind of go i recognize that that's where we were a lot of the time last year tear it all down hate it hate everyone get in the bin and on the other hand I quite enjoy seeing Everton having a miserable time of it this year it has to be their turn they're in the third year of it aren't they yeah they've just bought a big striker though haven't they but is it better they got yeah Deitch has got his Portuguese fagost mm. six foot four can't control it that's basically what I read about scoring loads of goals but one of the big things is that he's got like the lowest the stats I don't know what it is kicking a ball straight in the Serie A is what he seems to struggle with. But I think as long as um, Jackie Harrison can just put a cross on his head, good luck. I, mean, I must admit, when I saw them link with him, I did see, even from a picture, I could tell that he's far more what they're after than... Yeah, he, yeah. They need him more than Willie Nonto. Because you could just tell his shoulders looked about six foot wide and he was just a, a massive, massive man. And mm. sure enough, yeah, when you see him, the full picture of him, you're like, yeah, makes perfect sense. Of course, Deitch wants him. Mm. Yeah, no axe to grind with Everton as a club, fine club, but it feels like they just need to pay the price this year finally and, and be, a bit of buyer's remorse around Deitch as well yeah it would be good if they went down because it means we get Harrison back I mean we do anyway but there's no there's no contesting it then is there because you won't want to if you don't want to play for us in the championship you won't want to play for Everton where he doesn't even have a contract in the championship so we'll just have him back and that'll be fine it's an mm-hmm. interesting picture of what could have happened to us because if, if Allardyce had kept us up last year you wonder if we'd have kept Allardyce no I don't, do you not I don't think there's a nah, chance no 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 I feel like I feel like you'd have been like oh, I, I, I'd do it for another year. But he, he had that attitude even after taking us down. But with Carl Robinson as his <laughs> anointed son, which he was still even now you still occasionally get because he he's cropping up going like oh what I would do with this and that at Leeds and like, well you know maybe they, if they're giving it to Carl then this would be happening that would we didn't want to give it to, to fucking Carl Robinson. <laughs> we wanted Daniel Farker. I think. Um... I think when you compare what's happened and the, and I know the word, you know, aggressive has been used around this window, starting to revise that into kind of, it's might be more of a considered window and the way that they've approached the recruitment has pleased me, the way that they're trying to do it. I just don't see any of that fitting with Sam Allardyce, not, well, not what they were trying to do. The flip of um, all these players leaving on loan is that they're all players that we didn't want to keep, like as fans, mm. whether the club saw value in Rasmus Christensen or Brendan Aronson for the future. I don't think there's anybody who's particularly sorry that they're playing for other teams this season. I mean, Michael's so, delighted that Aronson's gone, aren't you? Yeah, thrilled. Massive. And Adams. Yeah. So really it is important. sort of the, uh, you know, people say that it's not a valid thing to say, oh, it's all right to go down because you can have a good season in the championship. But genuinely, what would we rather be doing now? Getting, facing up to the Premier League with the same team as last season, tweaked because unless, I don't know how we would have afforded too much else to it, or being in the championship with all of that stuff gone and the hope that um, we can do. And we scored four goals. We won, we won a game. So um, I don't know if we were going to 
win a game in the Premier League. So Everton stay up second time, actually, that they've stayed up and they just have another season like they had last season where they're fighting against relegation. At least we will end this year on an open top bus. I mean, I'd rather watch Jed Spence running up and down our right wing than Rasmus Christensen punting aimless balls down into the channel. What about you? Listen, he had 30 touches this week and he only gave the ball away 10 times. Right, is that did, all? Did Rasmus Christensen. Subbed off at half-time. Just, yeah. to, just to complete a bit of loan watch there. Loan watch! <laughs> yeah, they lost They lost 2-1. Oh dear. But, um, Llorente was also taken off at, at half-time as well in that same game. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christensen remains the lowest-ranked player for Roma, other than their goalkeeper who seems to be having a... of letting every shot more or less this season from looking at the stats. Isn't Roma's goalkeeper somebody that I, whose name Wolf, I recognise? The old Wolves, Wolves keeper, keeper yeah. yeah. What's his name? Is it Patricio? That's the one, Rui Patricio. Yeah, that's he's supposed to be good. Not anymore. Not oh, well. playing. Who'd have thought sticking him behind Urente um, has completely shot his confidence to pieces? <laughs> um, should we move on to another clip then? Who's next? Well, what? Should, we, should we stick on Americans? Yep. I found a, a clip, sorry, doing the rounds of um, these are national, national fans. I don't know some of the USMNT. I, I exclude, obviously, the actual square ball subscribers yep. to this. Yeah, from this but the, the people who think that we were horrible to Adams and Aronson and that's why um, you know that's why they couldn't stay mm-hmm. this is Nashville fans and this is the sort of sickening abuse that's been dished out in the MLS because we, we sang um, you're not fit to wear the shirt at the end of last season um, which some people didn't like and thought, right. you know got a little bit tasty didn't it presumably this goes way beyond that yeah it's directed at Messi as well one of the, the greats <sighs> the GOAT here we go Messi sucks. Messi sucks. Okay. I mean, he doesn't, does he? No, I should. No. How's really he, good. How's he going to recover from that? I did think that. You hear much worse stuff directed at Leeds players every, every single game. <laughs> if only they would be like, did you say I suck? No, I said you're a fucking shit bastard. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Get off and I never want to see you again. <laughs> there is somebody there who ought to... <laughs> Don't look at my laptop. Oh, sorry. Are <laughs> you going to show <laughs> something about, on what, it? No, I'm about to quiz you on it. The assistant coach at Nashville should be putting a stop to that kind of thing because who is that? I've got a feeling it's going to be sort of a, a League One or Championship era player that we didn't like much. Um, I don't think we like they didn't stay long enough for us to really have an opinion or to overcome the fact that David they, Livermore that they had previously played 105 games for the. Port Vale, who do suck. Um, if there's any, if anybody's not clear on that, any any bids? Port Vale, 105 games for Port Vale, 12 goals, and then Michael Brown, 146 games for Leicester, nine goals, and then Junior Lewis, no, no, 33 games for Celtic, and then he went back to Leicester in the same year Brendan as he Rogers? was Matt with- Elliott. No. <laughs> um, Come on. Think fish. Peter Haddock. No, <laughs> he would never have let Port Vale affect him. Nicola Sturgeon. Um, started at Wickham Wanderers in 1989. Played 178 games for them. Mark, the strong Martin O'Neill links then. Has got one England cap. Guppy, Steve, Steve Guppy. Steve Guppy. There we go. <laughs> we got there. Is uh, assistant coach at... 
uh, Nashville having formerly played for DC United and the Rochester Rhinos. In 2008, he was still playing. Definitely worth the run-up there, I felt. Rochester were formerly originally known as the Rochester Raging Rhinos. You see, this is why we can't dismiss a soccer in the USA, because it's just this patchwork of interest. <laughs> Where else are you going to get a club called the Rochester Raging Rhinos? The old triple R's. Mm. Back on these shores. Called now by Jamie Vardy. Of course, it's them, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Rochester, that lot who are in the uh, MLS Next Pro. Come on, by now. Yeah. Webby and O'Neill, brilliant. Are they back together now? Uh, Webby's back, yeah. He's talking about Anthony Marshall here, and I think he takes Anthony Marshall a bit too seriously. You know, there's people in there, that pitch, and I've come on here, this channel, been on local radio shows, defending Marshall. I can't do it anymore. I cannot do it anymore. So I've lost lost good friends yeah. by defending him. <laughs> people are falling out over. He's <laughs> lost actual good friends. Have you ever fallen out with anyone? Over a footballer. Over a footballer. Um, you might have been like, oh, I think um, I think Jermaine Wright's doing okay. <laughs> and they were like, fuck off. I say, we're done here. Don't ever speak to me again, yeah. prick. You're off my Christmas card list. Fuck face. I think just calm down about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a very serious matter. Um, Anthony Marshall. Clearly. Serious enough for local radio programmes. You think like three-hour documentaries. We must defend Anthony Marshall. Yes, good friends, mate. Uh, now we're... Uh, Let's go black and white banter. Okay. And the banter is <laughs> one joke spread out over the course of 13 minutes. Isn't that what we do? Well, maybe so, but this is... This we've is been from... keeping the Will's Probate conveyance in there, and that's a commercial deal we've got. We've been keeping that going for months now. That's contractually obliged, though. Yeah. This is... And a pleasure. Yes. You made it sound like a, some kind of burden, but to <laughs> me... Do they do contract law? I imagine yeah, so. Yeah, we, we don't want to be getting into the contractual status of our sponsorship <laughs> with Levi solicitors. Contractual slip-up of solicitors. <laughs> so let's just, uh, let's just say we all enjoy it and appreciate it and love it. I've looked on their website for long enough that I've probably got a qualification. And yet you've memorised none of it because when, we, <laughs> when you're asked to come up with something other than the big three, you've got nothing. So, I don't know. You should be looking at the right website. <laughs> They do anyway. I think they do jeans, jackets, <laughs> some t-shirts. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, this is black and white banter. Yeah, I, I think this was about 15 minutes or something, but um, I've just chopped it down into into the beginning, the middle and the end. Right, okay, here we go. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not very often I'm speechless. I feel like a scouser has just robbed me house. It's the Liverpool match for Newcastle fans. So if you want to, make sure you stick around. But I'm going to be struggling for words on this one. They got through and they managed to get a goal, basically. It's a bit of a smashing goal. I feel like I've been robbed by a scouser. My house has been robbed by a scouser. Basically, at the end of the day, your house has been robbed by a scouser and you cannot win by it. There's nothing you can do about it, but... It feels like a scouser has come into my house and basically robbed us. That's what it feels like. It feels like I was fast asleep and someone has taken... Someone has taken... Hey, yeah, I agree. Uh, someone shouting in the background, they agree with us. I feel like... I've just had all my possessions stolen from those from Merseyside. Wow, that's great. It's going to finish by explaining what what being robbed is. I mean, and what a scouser is. Yeah. We we genuinely do flog some jokes to death. But there's that and there's that. I it's like it. Really, really pleased with those. Like, I'm going to mention this to everyone mm, who speaks. I really so. enjoyed the lad who repeated back to him the joke that he just made to him. That, mm. that was the icing on the cake for me there. The if only the he explained what a burglary was. Yeah. Yeah. He won't rob by Scouser anyway. He's robbed by Marcelo Bielsa. Mm. We pick up on this that Dishing it was... Dishing out uh, tips, aren't we? Because um, Darwin Nunez 
He's fed up of being taught absolutely nothing by his useless club boss. <laughs> Got on with his national team manager. I had a chat with Bielsa over Zoom. This guy's telling me nothing. Nunes said, he showed me some of my games and corrected some things. It was a very good talk. And then what's happening straight away? Like those finishes were incredible. He showed and me videos of Pat Bamford and Tyler Roberts. And incredible <laughs> for the fact that um, nobody thought Nunes was going to score either of them. And obviously, there's a bit of um, Bielsa is ruffling some feathers in Uruguay. Obviously, one, because he may not be picking Suarez and who's the other old codger that they want shot off? Cavani? Yeah. Because he might not be picking them when the, the squads are announced. It'll be the same as these. They're like royalty. You, you, you can't not. So... But if he can get... No N- sacred cows for Marcelo, though. If he can get Nunes scoring like that, he doesn't need them. And then also Claudio Pagini, who transformed Uruguay's national team training centre, which they call the Celestial Complex, which is quite exciting. I love that. Well, the last 12 years, he's transformed it into one of the best training centres in the world that all the players praise and enjoy. He's quit because of disagreements with Bielsa um, about changes in the infrastructure driven by Bielsa, with which Pagini did not agree. Is it bad? But the work was carried out during the last three months by uh, Maria Eugenia, the architect's sister, Bielsa. Um, (laughs) This included the elimination of the press room and the construction of a sports performance office, in addition to maintenance of the pitches, paved roads, and a new irrigation system. A lot of this sounds really, really familiar. Yeah, except... Is Bielsa uh, just on a big con to get... Civil engineering to get, to get some work, building work done. Have you gotten in? Well, he did. Like, it's all patch. Do you have people flying in to do this building work? <laughs> his entire first year's wages at Leeds and more got spent on building the Jorge Griffith Training Centre at Newell's. He just built that for them out of his sense of kind of guilt and wanting to honour his mentor. But the contract for that was with Maria Eugenia <laughs> Architects as well. So I don't know if it's kind of if that money circled back. <laughs> <laughs> somehow and you got to remember he was while he was with us he was suing well he was having industrial tribunals with Lille and there was still legal action with Marseille about the way he was uh, lost his jobs in France so yeah he's generous but also I think I've always got the impression that he doesn't like money resting in the hands of fuckwits so he will he is better spending the money he is owed by Lille and just leaving it with the people who run Leo is kind of his kind of thing. Knows his worth, put it that way. And is also impeccable and <laughs> legally sound. <laughs> like above board in every contract uh, that he ever. There's gonna be somebody who watches this or listens to it and goes, You bastard. Yes. Yeah, and, and it's just it is a joke. Broken out all over uh, just for the, for stressing purposes, that is a joke. Argentina they would God. accuse Marcel of the of um <laughs> funneling money through his he knocked at my door once said he was, he'd been doing some work on our neighbour's roof and he'd seen my roof and he said he, he said it looked like it needed some repairs <laughs> when, doing when we were last up there oh I've not seen it for years well he said it looked bad yeah. uh, and he said he, he don't said he even had, go up <laughs> he said he had a mate who could sort it out just £800 that's all it was uh, let's do um, should we do Binks and UFC yeah we'll stick on a bit of new because I actually got had the privilege of watching this game with some Newcastle fans because right. I was down in London for his christening and my cousin who's Baby was being christened. His wife and family are from Newcastle. Yeah. So got to watch this with them. And it was, it was fairly funny. I, I kept maintained a diplomatic silence. But obviously, there was a lot of excitement with them taking the lead and, and Dyke being sent off and everything. They just got to watch this unfold. And I just admit, when, the, when they went in, I did sort of go, 
Yeah, I, I was in. Um, it's quite funny in Balbriggan, just north of, of Dublin, on Sunday night, ahead of the wedding on on Monday, and we just went for a bit of a walk at, at sort of tea time on the beach, just to get some fresh air or whatever. Not wanting to be cooped up, you know, inside all day. And just as we were walking back up to the hotel, there was a massive roar went up, and I thought, no way, have they done it? No way, because last time I checked, it was one all on my phone, and a big a big old roar went up because apparently they're quite fond of Liverpool in um, in Ireland, mm. some of them. But yeah, this is this is a man in the stadium at full time. The speed with which it descends from not quite believing it to being furious about it is is delightful. Dear me. Fucked it, man. I mean we've all been there in that, that moment. Never felt myself saying it though. Mm, how quickly they're turning on Gimaraish, eh? Lost the ball. And anyhow. Yeah. It's time for the chop. <laughs> Could well be. Right. Okay, we're all done there with um with propaganda for this week. That'll do, won't it? Yeah, good. Right. Not, not yet listened to any Leeds clips from Salford. That's the game we had. We don't need to do it. Might got... might stick some in the member show, the second bit of it that we do in a day or two. We don't need to do see that. see what people have got to say. They yeah. might maybe Matthew and his brother have called in. Yeah, um, we do. Yeah, we do have bonus Jean-Pierre clips. Jean-Pierre Papin. Some bonus clips. Bonus clips go into the members show, which we assemble over the course of the week, and then we release that towards the back end of the week. So, but the problem is, once we've pumped another six past Sheffield Wednesday, the mm. Salford clips might be out of date. That's all I'm thinking. Joel Pirro hat trick at Ellen Road at the weekend, and then a DJ. Uh, uh, I keep saying DJ. Do you know what it is? The signing of Jed Spence has really knackered me up from a words po- uh, point of view and autocorrect because the past tense of DJ is DJ'd. Mm. So my phone, when if someone says, oh, did you work last night? Oh, I DJ'd in Tiger Tiger. So every time I've kind of, my brain goes to DJ'd. So the answer was no. Was, uh, what, did I, did I DJ last no, night? No, did, did you work last night? Like, no, no, DJ'd in Tiger Tiger. And hated every minute of it. Did a lot of soul searching over the course of that six or seven hours. That's why people, people were running up to you going, oh, can you play uh, Waterloo? Like, I'm just, I'm on the phone to my therapist. I can't do this right now. <laughs> Oh, just go for the Abba Mega Mix, get it all out of the way in, the go- in one go. It's fine. Yeah, right. We'll wrap it up there then. Jed Spencer was going to say, D- uh, D- I'll do it again. A debut goal, not a DJ goal. And whoever scores the other two, super. Uh, we will wrap it up there. We will see you with more propaganda after the Sheffield Wednesday game next week. We'll see you in a bit. The Square Ball Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 